Siyata Dishmaya, let's continue with our lessons here of learning how to be prepared to meet with the King of Kings. So now let's continue in our in, in our ongoing lessons here. So in the previous lesson, we spoke of fear based on perfection, fearing a lack of the vacas to Hashem. And generally speaking, this involves developing ourselves to the point that we have but one desire, to draw close to our Father in Heaven. And when this desire for closeness to Hashem literally fills the inner chambers of your soul, you will naturally be apprehensive lest it not be fulfilled. And how does one attain this level? So first, you must accustom yourself to think and talk about it. For example, you may be standing near an object which does not belong to you, and you will ponder and say, this object is not mine. May I take it or not? It is forbidden because Hashem has said, do not steal. If God forbid I would take it, would that act bring me closer to Hashem or distance from Him? It would distance me, right? So deep down, your soul already feels that the act would distance you from the Creator. But this is a hidden feeling. How do you awaken the feeling? The same way we discussed regarding other kinds of Avodah, you have to contemplate and articulate it again and again. Do not wait until you're already in the midst of an inner struggle over whether you should sin or not. You have to practice this Avodah during peaceful times where you're not being confronted by a test. And at such times, accustom yourself to think thus, this, Thus, this will act, will this act bring me close to Hashem or distance me from Him? And this thought should gradually become implanted in the mind in such a way that it will awaken to the extent possible the soul's dormant sense of Yidah, that a sin distances one from the Creator. And the more sensitive a person's soul, the more he will be able to sense this Yidah. And conversely, the coarser it is, the harder it will be to bring this Yidah to the fore. So to illustrate, let's consider the following example. There are many, many very sensitive souls who are fearful of people, animals, and so on. And others are bold and tough. And they're able to feel love, but fear is foreign to them. So we're not even talking yet about Yirah Sashem. Rather, in general, Yirah is much more difficult to attain for such people. As Azal prophesied, Chutzpah would be rampant during the period prior to Mashiach. The rejection of all authority, which has especially intensified in recent generations, and in our generation in particular, affects each person in some way. And this rejection essentially essentially contradicts Yirah. And so Hazal said, if not for the fear of the king, what would swallow the other alive? Kingship inspires fear. But today we don't have kings. And people treat their leaders with disrespect. So practically speaking, there is no feeling of Yirah. Not only is the awe of secular kingship gone, but even the awe of spiritual kingship, religious leaders, is gone. Hazal said, prior to the coming of Mashiach, the wisdom of, of scholars will be denigrated, and those who fear sin will be loathed. And today, Hahava is more prevalent than Yira. It is much more difficult to attain Yira than Ahava. With Ahava, the heart is already open to love, and just one just needs to channel it properly from loving material things to loving the spiritual. Though that itself is a whole process, but Yira is weak among most people, even regarding the material world. Thus, there are two stages, to awaken fear itself and to direct it properly. So people nowadays have many ways of sensing love through all the material things they pursue. But most people don't sense any Yira at all. And so it's very difficult to attain any form of Yira we've been discussing. But as a person becomes more refined and sensitive, Yira which is a sense of meekness, will surface. On the one hand, the Jewish people have the quality of boldness, which should be used for holy matters, but they're so blessed with an inner with the inner sense of meekness. And this meekness comes from Yirah. The coarser a person, the more he finds himself screaming and talking loudly without due composure and calmness. 
the further he is from Yira. And in order to develop spiritual fear, one must first nurture the qualities of meekness and self-refinement. Instead of being coarse and crude, one should eat, drink, speak, and act calmly. Such gentle behavior produces an inner calmness and sensitivity. And when one becomes more refined in this way, he's able to sense things greater than himself and relate to them with the proper sensitivity. Yira is not like seeing an animal and being afraid of it. It comes from a subtle and delicate sense in the soul. As long as the soul is not open to sensing delicate and subtle things, it will be difficult for Yira to be felt. Nowadays, most people don't think twice about speaking loudly and boisterously. Some act this way even in the presence of Gedolei and Israel. They seem to feel no shame talking however they please about anything that pleases them. And they seem to lack a basic understanding that they should be quiet and act respectfully in the presence of those who are greater than them. And this lack of appreciation of greatness is related to inner coarseness. Why do people speak in shul? It's not just that they don't know better. It's rather a lack of inner sensitivity and inability to sense the disgrace implied in such behavior. And we are not even talking about here about whether or not a person has attained genuine fear of the creator. We're only talking about simply about being minimally sensitive to where you are. And this is an essentially element. An essential element for serving Hashem. You must attain this inner fineness. It's one of the most essential qualities that you must strive to acquire. It's not attained from the outside, from deep, but only deep from within the soul. Hazal have said that in the period preceding the arrival of Mashiach, which is now, the wisdom of scholars will be denigrated, and those who fear sin will be loathed. Truth will disappear, and the young will humiliate the will humiliate the elderly. And this occurs because a young man does not sense the difference between himself and the elderly man. He doesn't even intend to disgrace the older person, but he has no awareness that, that an older person is on a completely different level than a youth. And this is an inner sensitivity in the soul, not something that can be explained in words. Such a person does not sense the difference between a man of 20 and one of 70. So if you want to serve Hashem, you have to attain this. You must know how to relate differently to different levels. And otherwise, there's no way to work on Yira. Yira comes from a sense of the relationship between a higher and a lower level. Without it, one can feel, I and Hashem will stroll together in Gan Eden. And without Yira, not terror, but the ability to appreciate someone greater, it is most difficult to attain Yira of the Creator. You have to work to be sensitive and pure so that you'll relate to things with proper dignity, depending on the situation. So now let's explain this a little bit more deeply. Feelings are rooted in the soul, but become manifest in the body. For example, a person has the, the quality of love. And this stems from the soul's love of Hashem, the Jewish people and the Torah. When the soul enters the body, the body captures this love for its own ends. A child, with rare exceptions, has love only for candies, games and such. And what is the fundamental difference between the feelings of the body and those of the soul? The soul has spiritual feelings and they must be subtle. Since the soul's nature is submissiveness, it cannot be coarse. And the body's feelings are not just material, they are coarse. A person likes to eat and that in itself is much coarser than whatever the soul loves. But even with food, some people like to eat foods that are more refined and pure, while others prefer foods that are coarser. This reveals the degree of a person's contact with his soul. If one tastes are refined, the inner refined nature of the soul has not been lost. But if one prefers coarse things, then not only has a desire for the spiritual change to become a desire for the material, but one has also lost touch with his soul. So if the only thickening is from the spiritual to the material, but there still is an appreciation for subtle pleasures, one only needs to move to one level to take those material desires and restore them to the spiritual realm. 
But if the thickening is twofold, and even the material desires are coarse, these are two tasks, there are two tasks ahead of us. Number one is to refine and purify the senses, which will remove one veil of the body and begin to expose the soul. Number two, to make the shift from the physical to the spiritual. And in this matter, ahava is different from yira. With ahava, you can shift from the material to the spiritual, even before refining the senses. And although the veil of coarseness will remain, one will be able to love. With yira, on the other hand, this is impossible. It's impossible. The Kosko Rebbe commented on the Pasuk about the people of Nineveh. And they called out to God with force. And that such was the way of the people of Nineveh. They screamed loudly. They abandoned the material world by fasting and afflicting themselves. And in this way, they connected to the spiritual world. But even in their relationship to the spiritual world was coarse. They felt they had to call out with force. A person who lives truthfully, he said, doesn't scream. He calls out with a subtle, quiet voice. And nonetheless, with Ahava, it is possible to make the transition from the physical to the spiritual, even before the transition from the coarse to the refined. Afterwards, one can work on refining the senses. But with Yira, you have to first refine the senses and then shift to the spiritual realm. And the nature of Yira is a point of sensitivity. Without it, Yira cannot exist. An ordinary person has no concept of inner Yira. If we would ask people if they love Hashem, one who unequivocally answers yes, probably does not understand what love is. On the other hand, one who unequivocally answers no, is also not necessarily accurate. Every person must have felt some feeling of love for Hashem at least once in their lives. It might have been coarse, but it was a real feeling. But if we are to ask people if they have ever feared the Creator, anyone who isn't deluded would have to admit that he has never felt a true fear of the Creator. And one might fear punishment, but not the Creator. So it's possible to feel real love at times, but it's much harder to experience genuine fear. And so this avodah of refining the senses is a long process. The first principle is the words of the wise are heard when gentle. And this is not only a matter of words. A person's whole life must be lived with gentleness. And we'll provide some simple examples, but each person must try to grasp this point and translate it into practical terms in your own life. We find the halacha that on Shabbat, a person may cut a large piece of challah because the honor of Shabbat, but on a weekday, he should cut a smaller piece so as not to appear as a glutton. And what does this teach us? If a person is capable of taking a whole loaf of bread and biting into it, he betrays inner coarseness. This is not just a matter of permitted or forbidden act. It is, in fact, a forbidden base on the laws of proper conduct because one should not eat from more than a kasayas, a volume of a large olive, at one at time, one at a time. But even before leaning, learning the law, a sensitive person will feel that this is not the way to behave. Uh, the halacha in Masechet Derek Heretz, that one should not bite from a large piece of bread, stems from the need to be aware that consuming large portions of anything is a sign of coarseness. Our refined personality is incapable of eating that way. And of course, one must obey the halacha regardless, but the point behind the halacha is that one should acquire this inner sensitivity. If one bites into a large piece of bread, there is some kind of roughness in its personality. A more refined person behaves more delicately. If the halacha teaches this, it must be a real condition in the soul. Because of the honor of Shabbat, one can take more, but he will remain refined. His inner refinement will prevent him from doing certain things. Another example is people go on buses and speak on their cell phones. 
We're all familiar with this shameful behavior. You're sitting on a bus and someone is talking loudly in the seat in front of you. Even if you try to forcefully close your ears, it's impossible not to hear something. And this person is sitting there relating in a loud voice everything that's going on in his life. And everyone is forced to hear what he's saying. In addition to the fact that he's stealing from them by disturbing them, there's something intrinsically wrong with such behavior. And the fact that someone can discuss private matters with family members while others all around them are hearing what they are saying, this indicates an inner crudeness. A normal person finds it impossible to discuss personal matters when many ears are partners to the conversation. And even if these aren't terrible secrets that no one should know, but plain conversation that is not particularly personal, there should be an obvious sensitivity that conversation should involve only the person being spoken to and may not become public property. One who speaks on the bus, even if not about private matters in a way that those sitting three rows ahead and three rows behind can hear him, is already not a mensch. A human being created in the image of God is lacking at this point. A normal person doesn't allow his life to become public property. A person speaks gently and acts modestly. And as long as this is not the case, it's impossible to talk about real yira, only illusions of yira. One may fear lions and dogs and still lack the basis for any genuine yirah of the Creator. Whether yirah based on the Shem's greatness or yirah of sinning, he cannot even sense that a sin distances him from his Creator. He may know it, but to feel it, then you have to be sensitive and pure. And this issue deserves a lot of attention. A habit of self-exposure contradicts the sense essence of the soul. The body's nature is kol rash gadol, a loud tumultuous sound. While the soul's nature is kol de mama daka, a subtle, quiet voice. There is more, the more a person is involved in turmoil and commotion, whether it's loud activity, loud speech, or yelling to an acquaintance across the room, the more he becomes distanced from his soul. And of course, there's exceptional cases such as when someone's life is in danger and we scream to prevent to, to have them to, to prevent them from being hurt. But in general, if you want to nurture a connection to your inner self, you have to act calmly. You must move carefully and calmly, speak more slowly, think first. You should generally not be hasty, but be quiet and calm. And when a person gives up this loud commotion and enters more deeply into the state of quiet, then, then you can penetrate all the way into the inner serenity deep into your soul. There were Sadiqim who heard a bas call, heavenly voice. Did the bas call scream? No. It's a subtle spiritual voice heard only by a person whose inner state is a subtle, quiet voice. Each day, a heavenly voice goes forth and proclaims, Return, wayward children. And the question is known who hears the heavenly voice. The Baal Shem Tov's answer is also known. These are the innermost stirrings of the soul which are meant to arouse a person to repent daily. And who hears this? A person in the state of a subtle, quiet voice. Hears this soul. Hears this voice for Teshuvah loud and clear. But one in the state of a loud commotion who is hasty and tumultuous cannot hear the voice because of the loud commotion. This is also the meaning of the statement in the Talmud. Were it not for the sound of the tumult of Rome, the sound of the revolution of the sun could be heard. Yira is a quiet, internal voice in the soul. To hear it, you must go away from all the tumult and commotion to be pure, calm, and thoughtful. These ideas are broad and deep. We have tried, Bezat Hashem, to give a general picture and a way of thinking about a person's proper inner state. Bezat Hashem, with the help of Rimono Shalom, Siyata Dishmaya, may Hashem help us. May Hashem help us all be worthy of taking leave of the way of the body so we can, Bezrat Hashem, with Siyata Dishmaya, set forth 
on the way of our beautiful neshama, our soul, and thereby cleave and be in the vacas to Kadosh Baruch Hu. Baruch Adonai Leolam, Amen Ve Amen.